بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين respected elders dear brothers and sisters Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh Imagine yourself living in a city in a neighborhood where you're afraid to walk outside You're afraid because someone could attack you could rob you could hurt you or imagine living in a place where you're afraid even driving around in your car afraid that someone could carjack you or shoot at you as you can imagine daily life in such a place in such a situation would be very difficult but unfortunately there are places like that in the world and increasingly more and more places like that fortunately getting closer and closer to home in such cases mostly in such cases the ultimate place of refuge if a person is afraid to be outside if a person is afraid when they're out and about normally the ultimate place of refuge is the home when one gets away gets off the street gets into the security of one's home locks the doors locks the windows maybe puts up an extra bar on the door you feel most secure out of all other places most other places and then it's interesting to note that one of the words to denote home in arabic is maskan and it was the second coming from sukun and sakina meaning that it's a place inherently that should be a place of calm of peace and tranquility here alhamdulillah thumma alhamdulillah while we may be safe from physical violence out on the street for the most part there are however many other pressures so we have stress that many of us deal with right? there's pressures at work pressures related to studies and you know workplace issues and bullying and cases of discrimination and so on and so forth so the home should be the sanctuary the home should be the place of peace of tranquility where a person comes to get away from all of that trouble all of those pressures and all of those challenges but unfortunately what's happening what is happening in many cases is that the home even is not that anymore 
Because now, even within many homes, sadly, there is more and more tension, more and more threats, and more and more violence. So those homes are no longer places of tranquility and peace. Now there may be a number of root causes, depending on the situation, depending on the dynamics within the family, within the various family members. You know, one of the parties may be you know, acting unreasonably, the other could have anger management issues, there could be external triggers causing you know, stress, there could be mental health issues, as we discussed last week. You know, a child could be misbehaving. There could be many other factors, or there could be a number of factors that come together to create this unpleasant atmosphere at home. And these are not necessarily new problems or new issues, although it appears that we are seeing more occurrences now. What must be clear, what must be absolutely clear for all of us is that no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstances, and I'm talking specifically about the home, violence is never an option. Violence is never an option. Now violence can come from any member of the family. But unfortunately, the majority of the time, it comes from men. On any given day, and this is a staggering statistic, startling statistic, that on any given day, there are more than 3,000 women, 3,000 women along with their 2,500 children that are living in an emergency shelter to escape domestic violence every night in Canada. Being in that situation, you know, in a shelter with an uncertain future, many times in fear, is not a situation that most, if not all, women choose to be in. It's fear and pain that compels them to take that step. This is the problem that does not distinguish between rich or poor, educated or uneducated, or ethnicity and religion. And our communities are no exception. Right? So it's not to say that this is specifically a Muslim problem. It's not. It's widespread around the world, even in Canada. But it definitely is present in our communities, and we've got to talk about that. There is no question you know, that violence whether it's physical, emotional, psychological, pain is really being felt every day in many Muslim homes. We just don't hear about it most of the time. So because the violence often, though not always, originates from men, and because men have a greater responsibility as leaders of their families, they are the ones who should be addressed first. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put many responsibilities. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put many responsibilities on men. And therefore, there is more accountability as well. 
this is very important to remember that the more power and authority that one has the greater the accountability okay because you know we're normally taught to grow up with this idea that more power is better right that more authority is better that more actually anything or most things is better but remember that the more you have then the greater the accountability from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding whatever you have so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put many responsibilities especially regarding those who are under their care so fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to your dependence fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to accountability regarding those under your care, those who you are responsible for. Let us remember that oppression will be a form of darkness on the day of judgment. Oppression is going to be a form of darkness on the day of judgment. There will be people. There will be people who will lose some or in some cases, all of their good deeds. Imagine that. A person who has offered salah his entire life. A person who has completed hajj. A person who fasted through his entire life. A person who gave zakat on his wealth every single year. And not just that, but on top of that did other good deeds as well. He loses it all. He loses it all on the day of judgment, on the day when it mattered most. My brothers and sisters, this is not a light matter. Right? And not only that, but there's going to be some who are going to lose it all and also take upon the burden of sins of others, of those who they oppressed. Imagine the severity of that. Imagine the, I guess you could call it misfortune, or you know the situation of that person who after doing all of this good in their life finds out on the day of judgment that it's actually they were doing it for someone else. They were doing it for someone else because they were oppressing others. Right? And now they have to answer for, not answer for, but they have to pay for the misdeeds of others because they oppress them. And when we hear about this hadith, and when we hear about this, and we think about this, a lot of times we think it's about others. You know, it's about dictators. Right? It's about dictators who oppress people in different ways. It's people, you know, it's about leaders who, who bomb other countries. Maybe we think that way, that yes, they are the ones who are going to have to pay because they are the oppressors. But what if we are doing the same thing in our homes? We talk about countries where societies where people live in fear. Yes, that's very bad. Totally agree. But what if my own family members are living in fear under me? What if I think that others are acting like Fir'aun, but I'm the Fir'aun of my own home? 
This is something to be careful about. So my brothers and sisters, it's always better to err on the side of caution. Err on the side of caution. So yes, there may be stress. Okay, Your position of authority that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you for both brothers and sisters may, be, may not be respected by everyone in the way that it should be. Things may not be in the way that you believe is best and you may be right that they're not the way they should be. But remember that you are responsible for nurturing, for caring, for guiding, and making the right, right and the best decisions in a positive manner. In a positive manner. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have ordained for you to be kind and live with your family in a positive and a healthy way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has also said that if you find something you dislike, if you find something in your spouse that you dislike, there may be much good also that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in your spouse. So look for the positives and focus on those. Don't just stick to the negatives. No one is perfect in this world. No one is perfect. And everyone has shortcomings. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has weaknesses. I do, we all do. Right? But always try to look at the positive. And this is not just for marriages, and not just between husband and wife. But in general as well, as a general principle, always understand that people will have good and bad strengths and weaknesses. So focus, try to focus on that which is good. Try to focus on that which is positive. And try to always understand that in every situation, in every interaction, there is always going to be an opportunity to look at the good and to reach out to the good. The Prophet ﷺ was the best role model for us all. Does everyone agree? لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the best role model for us all. And through his life, the Prophet alayhi salatu was salam never hit anyone. Never hit anyone, not a child, none of his wives, not a woman, no one. And if he was upset, and yes, the Prophet alayhi salatu was salam and his blessed wives, his family, they all have a very honorable position. But they were human beings. They were human beings. They were not angels. And yes, they had disagreements. They had issues. Right? And there's a lesson for us in that as well. The Prophet ﷺ, if he got upset, if there was something that he didn't like, what did he do? He distanced himself. He distanced himself. He himself would take himself away from the situation. Step away from a bit. Go out for a bit. Take a bit of a breather. 
and he has encouraged us, particular men, to be careful about the treatment of women. Prophet ﷺ said, nisa." I urge you to treat women well. The believer with the most complete faith is the one with the best character. It's the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. And then, وَخِيَارُكُمْ خِيَارُكُمْ لِنِسَائِهِمْ And the best of you is the one who is best to his woman. In the farewell sermon, the last sermon, the last khutbah that the Prophet ﷺ gave, khutbah al-wida, what did he say? Of course, he's going to talk about important matters. Important matters that he wants to highlight for us all. Important matters that people should keep in mind till the very end of this ummah. And in that as well, Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With regards to women, be kind to them. Treat them well. Even when it comes to cases of divorce, when things don't work out, and there needs to be a separation, there needs to be a divorce, even in that case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا That do not hurt them. Do not hurt. Do not cause pain. Do not be one who causes the other to suffer. I mean, naturally when it comes to divorce, it's not an easy process. Usually there is emotional suffering. It's very difficult it's very difficult for many people. It's not easy. But the Prophet says, Do not cause pain. Do not inflict pain. Do not hurt them. So this is the guidance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have given to men. Now if someone in your family decides not to follow your guidance, happens, someone in your family decides not to follow your guidance, that you have given with love, with hikmah, with wisdom, then they will face the consequences of that. They will face the consequences of that. It's not every person is responsible for every single action, every single action of another. Each person is responsible for fulfilling their duty and for doing their job, for fulfilling their obligations. But after that, it's the individual who is responsible for their actions and their deeds. So don't get yourself in a situation where you go overboard or you do something that causes you to suffer the consequences as well. Right? Think about it. Someone, you know, you're trying to lead, you try to guide. Okay? It's not working. You try with love, you try with patience, you try with wisdom in a nice way to explain. The person doesn't want to do it. Okay? They don't want to listen. Okay? Okay? Good. Then they're responsible. Up until this point, if they don't listen, they don't take heed, and they go ahead and do whatever they want to do, which is wrong, then they are responsible for the consequences in front of the law and in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? 
Now the moment you end up reacting to that in a negative way, the moment you overreact and you end up doing something, then now you become also entangled in that. Now you also have to suffer the consequences for your own actions, right? which may have been inappropriate. So be careful about falling into such situations. Now this type of violence that I'm talking about in the home often comes from men. But men are not always responsible. The men are not always responsible. Unfortunately, we're seeing an increase in domestic violence and actual physical violence as well being committed by women as well. Okay? Now, to be fair, right, the, 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 the proportion is, is clearly not the same. So, so there's, there's many women who suffer for many reasons, many more than the number of men who suffer from domestic violence, but that is also a reality as well. And that, of course, is also unacceptable. Okay, the men have an example, a role model, when it comes to these matters in the Prophet ﷺ. The women also have great examples in the wives of the Prophet ﷺ. And once again, I will say the same thing, that violence is never an option. Neither is it an option to make false claims against one's spouse regarding abuse or character or anything, which unfortunately is also happening. I haven't you know, served the community for too long. It's only been five or six years now since I've been doing this on a full-time basis. But I've come across all these different types of cases. Right? So this is a reality that is occurring in our communities. So fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and deal with your husband kindly and justly. Right? Yes, you have rights, absolutely. But the husband also has rights. The wife also has rights. Everyone has rights. Right? Both have been given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's not a one-way street for either party. It's not a one-way street for either party. It's a two-way street. So for both parties... For both husband and wife Try to focus On Pleasing the other Try to focus on appreciating the other Try to focus on Respecting each other Even if you disagree at times right? One of the things we learn is that Yes, you can disagree While still being respectful right? but Just because you're living in the same home And you're married doesn't mean you have to agree on every single thing Yes, everyone has you know different thinking. You can have disagreements, okay, but keep those disagreements respectful and have mercy and compassion for one another. We talk a lot about mercy. Oh, Islam, there's their mercy, right? And you're taught to be merciful towards others. Yes, you know, you give say you give the gifts to your neighbors, your coworkers. You reach out. Yes, yes, of course, we must do that. Very important. But what about inside the home? What about inside the home? These are our closest neighbors. Our family members are our closest neighbors. And the consequences, my brothers and sisters, of not following the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the example of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are many. Some we see immediately. Some consequences of not following the guidance we see immediately. And others we see over a longer period of time sometimes. The impact, the negative impact doesn't have to be immediate. Right? Sometimes, I know that children don't want to be at home because there's violence between the parents. They don't want to be in that situation. 
They hate being there. They absolutely dislike being there. Right? It's not a pleasant place to be in a home like that. So in some cases, they run away. Sometimes they don't want to marry once they get older. Sometimes children don't want to get married once they get older because they've only seen negativity in marriage. They think that this is what marriage is about. And it's about fighting all the time. And it's about violence, unfortunately. And sometimes if one is trying to get one's spouse or children to perhaps become more practicing or more you know, religiously inclined, then this actually has the opposite effect. It has the opposite effect. It doesn't help. Right? Because a person sees, a child sees, or the spouse sees that this is a person who's trying to become a champion of Islam. Right? Sees himself as a champion of Islam, or even the woman sees herself as a champion of Islam, a hero of Islam. And this is how their behavior is. This is what their conduct is like. So it's okay, I don't want to do anything to do with this type of Islam. And they run away from you. This is something we also see. So violence and abuse and inflicting pain and suffering within the home are not from the teachings of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this must be very clear. And if we diverge from this path, from the example and these teachings, then there will be all types of consequences when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. So my brothers and sisters, let us examine our relationships, let us examine the state of our homes, and if it's not the way it should be, then reach out and seek help. Okay, and I can't emphasize this enough, that the earlier you seek help, and it's not to say that there's going to be an ultimate solution or a magic solution or something that's going to solve everything and, and make everything fine and, and dandy. Not necessarily. But seeking help, seeking advice is very important. And the earlier you begin, the better the chances that you'll be able to come out of it or come through it in a better form, in a better shape. Okay? The more we delay things, the more we ignore things and think that they will just become okay on their own, well, that usually doesn't happen. If something is rotting, right, or if there's rust, right, taking over something, it's not just going to go over, go away over time, right? It makes things even worse and worse. So be careful about that, and try your best to try to find a solution. Try your best to seek help, seek assistance. Once again, for both for men and for women, right? So many times you come across situations, unfortunately. Or their sisters were suffering in their homes. They're suffering for one reason or the other. Right? And they don't seek help. They're afraid to seek help. Because they're afraid of how they will be seen. They will, you know, they're afraid of how their husband is going to react if they try to seek help and so on and so forth. And this is a very sad situation. And then this is not something that we can stay quiet about. Right? The Council of Imams, Ottawa Gatno, deals with cases all the time. Right? And we're very clear that we have absolutely zero tolerance when it comes to domestic violence. That should be clear. Okay, these misconceptions of the police, is, I don't know, forget about the police. Imam Council has no absolutely zero tolerance. Okay, if anyone is causing pain and suffering, especially physical violence at home, this is a clear warning that there's zero tolerance for that. Absolutely. Okay, so if there's an issue, if there's a problem, let's talk. Help if you seek help, inshallah, we try our best to offer assistance and offer help. Right? But if a case comes afterwards that there was this and that, 
an infliction of pain and suffering going on in the home, forget about it. Okay? So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthen our bonds of relationship. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala create love and peace within our homes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us those who follow the guidance of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in every way, especially when it comes to dealing with our wives, our husbands, and our family members. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our communities, our city, our country, the entire world a place of peace and mercy and compassion. Ameen wa alhamdulillah important announcements, inshallah. Uh, so this Saturday, uh, we will be once again having our youth program strive.